It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Well, no Brady Beaton uh, again uh, today. He's basically taking the week off, whatever. I'm a cool boss. I give a guy a vacation in the middle of one of the busiest weeks of the year, but I got good people to replace him. Uh, and uh, Mike McAndrews, the head coach from uh, Marine City Cardinal Mooney, is going to join us on the program today, and we'll talk a lot of basketball. I'm sure we'll uh, bring up the fact that uh, he, he was uh, involved in a game that I saw on a Wednesday night. He might not want to talk about that as much as we talk about the rest of the basketball going on, but uh, I'm sure we'll get a few thoughts about that, and we'll get it rolling right away right after this break when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer search john deere gator for more contact one of tri-county equipment's 10 locations in bad axe birch run burton carroll fenton lapeer marlette reese saginaw or sandusky or visit tri-county equipment online at tricountyequipment.com marshall e campbell company located in port huron is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools fluid power electrical tools and other electrical supplies providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years the company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives automotives ballast and lamps boxes and closures building products chemicals and lubricants electrical fittings and equipment janitorial equipment wire devices and tapes and safety products marshall e campbell company located at 2975 lapeer road or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you if your windows stick (laughs) slip (laughs) squeak or leak replace them with anderson windows with low e-glass low maintenance exteriors and rich wood interiors standard and custom sizes they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. 
Duraclean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Duraclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Duraclean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and Mike McAndrews joins us, uh, and uh, thanks for coming in. I, I know we had you on like a year ago, but it seems like a long time ago since yeah, you were on the show. right before the start of the COVID yeah. season. That, that evil, evil word. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, another good year at uh, Mooney, but um, uh, disappointment. I, well, I hate yeah. I hate to start off on a sour note, but but I feel like you thought you could get more done with this team, uh, and I'm not going to make excuses for anybody, and I know you're not, but you you clearly didn't have all your horses either at the end. Yeah, but again, you know, you preached kids all year. Uh, waiting your turn and and stepping up when your number's called. Our kids did that for the most part all year. We're disappointed. It's the second year in a row we've lost in the same spot. Um, We had aspirations of, you know, a quarterfinal or or Breslin in our sights. We talked about it all year. Um, We're, uh, you know, we we weren't senior heavy this year, so our hope is that this fuels the fire because we're going to be senior heavy next year. You know, I think we've got eight or nine juniors that will be coming back that will be seniors next year, so. We're hoping it fuels the fire a little bit. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about Everest over the course of the year and getting to that regional semifinal game and some revenge. Uh, we did that, and I think that took a little bit of an emotional toll on us heading into the final. Um, but now uh, we have our sights set next year on, um, you know, it's kind of a Breslin or bust for us right now. I guess that's a, that's a good place to start is the Everest game because that was Monday uh, uh, up in Peck, and uh, a real – Good performance by your team. Again, I know that uh, Julian Iadisi was banged up. He tried. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. But Quentin Hilliker came in and had a great basketball game for you. And he was the guy down the stretch making free throws. You guys shot the lights out at the free throw line at the end of the game, which actually 
all season long, all throughout the area, if, if I've had one complaint about our area teams, it's nobody's making free throws. Yeah, and we were one of them for the majority of the year. That had been one of our Achilles heels uh, throughout the year was uh, our, our inconsistency at the free throw line. Um, you know, to be able to go down the stretch like that in a game, in a regional semifinal game with a team that beat us twice, it was extremely important for us. Quentin Hilliker is one of those guys we, I talked about earlier, right? Like, waiting his turn. What he did the last three weeks for us, he was one of the best players we had the last three weeks. That's what you hope to see throughout the course of the season as kids start to grow into their roles, um, get the varsity experience, and then they become what you know they could become or what you saw in them. They start to see in themselves a little bit, and that's he's a prime example of that for us. Uh, the other guy that stood out for me, I don't know why I'm all jiggly like that all of a sudden. The other guy that stood out for me was uh, Dominic Cadavera, 18 points in that game. Then I stayed and I watched uh, and broadcast the ugly Genesee game. And Genesee won the game, and I thought to myself that night driving home, Genesee, really good. Uh, the guards, the one kid shoots the lights out. The other kid is really fast, gets to the basket. But I'm like, they didn't have any size. Mm-hmm. And if Mooney gets from Catavera on Wednesday what they got from him tonight, there is no way they lose the basketball game. And you came out in the first quarter, and I think he had six points about four minutes into the game, and all of a sudden – they just sold out on it. They had four guys around yeah, them when he threw touched the, the, it. The, yeah. And you guys weren't – early on in the game, you weren't making shots from outside. And they – so they kind of nullified that. Yeah. One of, you know, the key for us or, or playing against us this year was our ability to hit shots and, and our inability to hit shots in certain games. I mean, it was, it was that black and white for us. If we hit some jump shots, we hit some threes, the – game opens up when you got a guy like Trent Rice running the point. Um, you know, they their scouting report clearly was after the first quarter, double Dominic, camp in the lane on Rice, make them hit threes, and we just we just didn't do it. And we hit a couple of those in the second quarter. I think it opens the game up a little more for us. They were really, really concerned, you could tell, with Trent and his ability to get to the rim and change the game with his speed. Uh, kudos to them. They had a really good scouting report, and we just didn't hit the shots we needed to to, to change the dynamic of the game. Yeah, because on a lot of nights, some of those go down, and then maybe they have to alter what they're doing. And one thing that, that they did that uh, probably you go out and play them again and, and they wouldn't be able to do it uh, is all the threes that they made. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they got an all-state point guard who we were really concerned about, Trent and Boyke. Um, you got the coach's kid, Chapman, um, who lit us up for 31. Um you know, a, a lot of those, I think he hit six threes, but a lot of them were second-chance long rebounds that we just didn't get to. You know, I'd be uh, curious to see how many shots he actually took because they were getting some really long rebounds, and when you play in a game like that, you've seen it at the at the high school, college level. Second-chance possessions, chase-down threes are probably some of the best shots you can get, um, and they got a lot of them. They got a lot of them on Wednesday night. Um, yeah, the Chapman made uh, six th- threes he only made seven shots in the game to get 31 points yeah, but when you make of, six threes yeah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and then he then he had a, a a nice shot and they posted him up at one point yeah and he scored and, and actually i think that was his best basket of yeah. the game and then everything else was the free throw line again like you guys did monday 
on Wednesday night. Yeah, they were he really hit good everything at the line. down the stretch. They were really good at the line. Even like, guys we were intentionally trying to put on the line were hitting free throws. Uh, and, and there was a point there in the, the middle of the fourth um, after uh, Trent fouled out mm-hmm. that Julian Iadisi for about a minute put you back into the ball game. Like yeah. He got you. I think he got it down to nine. Yeah, he had six straight, and I you know, thought uh, here goes our little – Mooney version of Isaiah Thomas on a hobbled <laughs> leg here. Um, but we just could never get over the hump. Could never get over the hump there. Yeah, and then uh, It takes so much energy, right? When, you're, when you dig yourself a 16-point hole like that, it takes so much energy in a regional final game, packed gym, people going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, we a, know. and a tiny gym, which just makes it seem claustrophobic yeah. and makes it seem louder. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was a great high school environment. We lo- you know, I told our guys before the game and after, this is why you do it all year, playing games like this. I loved all the all the guys who aren't even involved with the two teams who come out to watch the game. Yeah, you got Lance and his assistant coach there and other people from Peck community or other communities in that area that were there. There was a lot of people sitting on our side that I had never seen before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think that says a lot about the two teams and the two programs and the consistency we've had over the years that people, you know, thought it would be a good matchup. Um, unfortunately, we didn't provide that for 32 minutes for them. Well, uh, again, and uh, not blaming the officiating. No. But I am going to talk about this because it wasn't three guys, but there was one guy there who at a point in the ball game got a burr up his saddle, and he wasn't going to give you guys a break. And it, and it lasted for more than a quarter. Uh, and the, the tech that you got was BS. Unless, trying, unless, are you trying to get me to go down this rabbit hole? Un, unless you said something that I, I did couldn't not, hear, well, it, and I did, I wasn't no. reading your lips, but you, you, no, so I, it looked I, like you were just showing him the block what sign. you thought happened. I thought he slid and blocked. And yeah. I, I even said to him at a timeout, I asked him, can I ask you a question politely? And he's like, yeah, as long as it's politely. And I said, I never opened my mouth to you. And my lips never opened. I never said a word. I said, I gave you the block charge and waved my hand. He goes, yeah, you're not going to wave me off here. So. Uh, I, I just thought that that was a guy who had decided, like, I know the student section was no, riding him a little bit. I know there was a parent riding him because they yeah. made that gentleman leave. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, don't take it out on the kids. And then it's your job to protect your players. Uh, and what you did though was absolutely nothing to warrant. Yeah, I've, that I've gotten away. I've gotten away with a lot worse. I can tell you <laughs> I've that. I've seen a lot of coaches yeah. do a lot worse. I've gotten away with a lot worse. I can I've tell seen you that. guys try to get teased. Yeah, I, I and tweeted not be it the other them. night. Like this would have been the first time in 24 years I got through an entire season without a technical, and I get to the third quarter regional. And I know somewhere <laughs> Brandon Folsom is laughing or texted this guy and said, "Hey, run, run him, run him one real quick, will you?" Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they weren't teeing up the, the scorers. Yeah, right, like last year. Anything. I saw that happen twice last year, and one of the, the refs that did it was my brother. Really? I was at a Northern game. That does not surprise Nor- me. Nor- <laughs> Northern, Northern Fitzgerald and my brother Steve teed up the Fitzgerald uh, score- scorekeeper, scorekeeper, who was the like the, the father of the, of the coach. coach. Oh, yeah. So he was he was getting a little, a little more involved, I guess, than he should have been. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, we had your fun little – yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I don't know what to make of this, but uh, a team that you're familiar with because you just played them 
Genesee Christian is going to play a team that you're familiar with because you played them last year in Southfield Christian. What do you think of that matchup? I mean, I think it's uh, you know Southfield is the the team the team in D four that everybody strives to be or beat. Right? They've had the target on their back for a long time. I do believe this is the year, though, that they are that the the gap between them and everybody else has shrunk. Um, I think Genesee Christian's got a really good shot. I think when you have two guards that can make plays and make shots and can keep you in games um, from the three-point line, the three-point line changes the game. If you get a team that's a hot three-point shooting team this time of year, uh, you saw it last night, right, in the NCAA tournament. If teams that make threes can give you a chance every night, um, I think Genesee Christian's got a really good chance to get to Breslin. I said this probably about a week ago um, when I was talking to Brendan Welper from the Times-Herald about our region. I said our region's probably top to bottom, one of the toughest in D4 with the four teams. I think the winner of this has a legitimate shot to get to Breslin. Yeah, I I looked at it uh, too, uh, like not knowing a lot about Genesee Christian Mm kind of hurts you when when you're in my position trying to predict something. Yeah. I, I looked at it, I said, ooh, you guys in Everest right off the bat yeah. uh, and here's a vendetta you know because it, and it, and it extends beyond basketball because Mooney's never beaten them in football, football. Oh, yeah. and that makes a rivalry for sure when when you can't beat somebody it's frustrating and you want to beat them bad and the way you lost them the two times this year like i knew how serious it was when the game ended and the reaction of your players yeah oh yeah they, they were truly like You'd have thought you just won the state championship for sure. right it, there. For sure. And yeah, we, it was a huge weight. You know, when we went into – when we lost to them in the uh, Catholic League semifinals at the buzzer on a 30-foot bank shot, um, we talk, I talked in the locker room after the game that we're going to see it. March 14th is the date. I knew it already. It's March 14th. So there are things we did not do tonight that we are going to keep for March 14th because that's the one we care about the most, right? Playing in the Catholic League championship would be great. You know, there was a couple of different motivating factors. Luke Julio's season ended against Everest, right? Yep. Um, our Catholic League playoffs ended against Everest on a 30-foot shot. Our goal was to try and end their season, right? Like, that's the one we want. We saved that 3-2 zone that you saw. It was pretty effective for us. We were really good at it. We worked at it for three weeks knowing that was the goal. Good and bad because we put a lot of emphasis on that game. Um, I think it had a little bit of a psychological effect on us going into the uh, Genesee game that we put so much of our – of our preparation into Everest, and then you turn around and you got 48 hours and a day to prepare for a team that was one of the better teams we played all year. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Luke uh, and what that loss, uh, how it affected you, or how different would you have been with him being able to play all year and, and especially in the postseason? Um, how big of a difference would it have made in Wednesday's game? Um because this is a vet, not only a good player, but a veteran player, yeah. a been there, done that player, kind of a, a thing who when it gets rattled and you've got young guys on the court, he can calm the situation down or he can just say, hey, give me the basketball. Yeah. You know, it was, it was devastating for us. I can remember um, when we got the news that he was, his season was over and his career was over, I remember in, in trying to internalize that for – myself as to what that was going to mean for us going forward uh, trying to put on a really good face for the rest of my team um, Luke and I shared a couple moments privately about it um, he had a lot of emotions I had a lot of emotions about it 
you know, he, it, it completely changes the dynamic of the game. It's not, you, you know, not that you want to lose any position, but when you lose your quarterback, your point guard, the guy who's been through the he's the extension of you on the court, on the court, right? It's a really big loss. We spent the better part of the next three to four weeks trying to figure out how to plug and place that position. You know, at one point it was Everhart, then it was IADC, then it was by committee, and we kind of settled on on Trent there at the end of the season, which worked really well for us. But, yeah, he's the guy that has always, you know, when your point guard and your head coach have a really good relationship and they're on the same page, I say it to our guys all the time, the best coaches, the best teams I've ever coached are the player-coach teams. We lost that with Luke, right? Um, it was devastating. But kudos to him and to the rest of our team for, for what still winning 15, 16 games despite that. Uh, he stayed involved in the program. He went to the coach role and talked to guys and talked guys through it at that position. So, you know, you hate to see it happen to any kid, especially their senior year, but it was certainly a devastating loss for us early in the season. Maybe the most awesome thing I saw all year so far um, was uh, the last game of the regular season when uh, you play Marine City uh, and uh, you guys set it up so that uh, Luke and uh, Charles Tigert yep. could start the games for their respective teams. And, you know, yeah, everybody Olaid, but who cares? Yeah. Um, you guys traded baskets off the beginning so that Luke could get a final shot in at home. Yeah. Uh, and then walk off the court to the applause. And, and then you guys did the same thing and let Chuck Tigert score a basket. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought that's maybe the coolest thing I've, I've seen since we started to get stuck on sports. Yeah, it was and I've seen a state championship in softball for Richmond. Yeah. And one in baseball for Mooney, but – that's <laughs> a little pressure on Mike Rice if you're listening. There's yes. pressure on you to raise the trophy in East Lansing <laughs> this year. Um, but, no, it was important for Luke to get that curtain call in front of the fans and, and students that, you know, he's represented our program for four years. So I thought it was really important for him. Hey, I told him this is the most pressure you're going to have on making a basket <laughs> in four years, man. Nobody near you. Do not choke on the layup. Do not choke on the layup. Now, it was a great moment for him and for his family, most importantly. Um, you know, he's the youngest of three boys. Him and Nolan, as you know, Nolan played for me for four years. I feel terrible for his parents, right? Like Nolan's senior year ended because of COVID. Never got to finish his high school basketball career. Never played his senior year of baseball. Luke Julio, their youngest high school career ends in January. So it's tough. But, you know, these lessons are, are adversity kind of you have to deal with it and, and move forward and he's handled it in a way that's been a really good example for the rest of our guys yeah uh we're going to take a, a break but mike mcandrews is uh, here and uh we're just getting started uh on uh, the uh, tri-county equipment get stuck on sports podcast today and isn't it a lot quieter without brady around just saying <laughs> get ready for the warm weather in the outdoors alpine cycles has everything you need to enjoy all those outdoor activities from bikes to skateboards longboards and accessories they have everything you need to hit the outdoors need a new bike alpine has the latest models of cruisers bmx road bikes and mountain bikes and even has the new e-bikes for you to hit the streets already have a bike is it ready for the season alpine cycles mechanics can get it tuned up and make sure it is ready to go need a helmet what about gloves or shoes alpine cycles has the accessories to make you safe and comfortable for that ride are you a skateboarder alpine cycles carries all the top lines of skateboards and long Boards. Make sure to stop into the board shop if you need to upgrade your gear. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday.
Sunday, 12 to 4. Stop by Alpine Cycles today, located at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood. Or like Alpine Cycles on Facebook for all the latest updates. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. With uh, Mike McAndrews from Cardinal Mooney, and uh, I got to tell you, one of my favorite guys all time, all time, all time, and I, and I don't keep this a secret, uh, since I got into town in 1995, one of the first people who was nice to me right off the bat, even though I am the way I am. I know where you're going here. was Kenny Semmelsberger, uh, and, and Kenny's been threatening for 25 years that this is my last year, Stuck. This is, my la- this is Kenny's last year, um, and I just uh, want to thank him. And any time I went to, to PH or anywhere Kenny's been in the last couple of years, it's been to Cardinal Mooney. Um, and, and maybe that's why I've been out to Mooney more recently. It's it's not just that sports has improved. It's just that Kenny's there. Yeah, um, right. Everybody and, wants to go where Ken's at, yep, right? Uh, everybody everybody wants to say uh, hi to Ken. And I know Kevin Mon is going to step in yeah, and sure. take over there. And, again, another super guy that I've been dealing with for a long time uh, with his dealings in St. Clair. So uh, it, it starts at the top, and it trickles on uh, through uh, a good influence from you. I guess Rice does okay. Um, and uh, Coach uh, Cannell with, yeah. uh, with football. Uh, on the boys' side of things, sports is really good right now at Cardinal Money. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, we've been fortunate, uh, and I think all three of the, the boys' sports, major boys' sports coaches will tell you it's because we've gotten good athletes. Um, they make good, good players make good coaches, right? Um, on the flip side, on the girls, um, we've had a lot of success in our fall sports. Um, our volleyball team has been really good for a very long time. Um, our girls' basketball team this year made significant strides. Paul Smerick is a guy who was on my staff um, in 2010 when we went to the state championship game. He's going to turn that program around. You know, that, that program, as you know, Susan Everhard, who it's no secret is my sister, ran that program for 25 years, a very, one of the most successful programs in the area for, for a very long time. Um, and Paul is bringing back a lot of those, that tradition and, and uh, enthusiasm into the program. And then in the spring, um, I think our girls' soccer team is going to be really good this year too, as well as softball I think will compete. But, you know, we're excited about where our sports programs are. Um, as you said, it starts at the top. Kenny has done an amazing job of not only giving kids opportunities and creating opportunities for kids. We have we co-opt in the winter with Bishop Foley for hockey. We got a kid that plays there. Um, 
And if I don't mention the Bishop Foley Curtin Winnie Basketball Alliance <laughs> today on this podcast, You're there's, get a couple, there's a couple They're gonna Stefani brothers somewhere that are going to come up here and take your Bishop Foley Catholic <laughs> shirt from you and give it to somebody, probably give it to Brady. I, I, I want to say I, I, I showed this uh, the last game I did at Mooney, which I think was the Marine City game, and I showed you that I had the shirt on. And at first, I think you were a little bit offended. <laughs> I was like, this guy walked into our gym with a Bishop Foley shirt on, right? And then we played in the regional semifinal, and we won. And I came running over to you after we beat Everest, and you pulled up your sweatshirt, and there it was again. And you know what happened? And I'm guessing you didn't wear it I Wednesday. did not have it on Wednesday. So the reason, if any of our players are listening right now, the reason we're not playing next Tuesday is because of Dennis Stuckey did not wear his Alliance shirt yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, 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 it's nothing a, to do with your shooting percentage, uh, guys. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bad man. I decided to wash the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, uh, it was in the laundry uh, bin, and I had to wear a different shirt, and I ruined everybody's luck. Yep. Um, and being a guy that has come from a hockey background, that is a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, this is a story I've told a bazillion times when I was on the radio. Um, but when I worked uh, for, it was the Border Cats at the time. Actually, it was the very first year of the Border Cats. So this is my first year as a professional broadcaster working in the minor leagues. Um, and I'm just, uh, I kept my mouth shut and my eyes open. I tried to teach that to Brady, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> um, and we, w- we were out to dinner. Coach took me out to dinner. Great coach, Dave Cameron. Coached a little while in the NHL a few years back. Uh, and, and Dave would always pick up the, the bill. He, he never made the rookie broadcaster pay yeah, yeah. for anything. It was great. Uh, treated me like royalty. One night, I stained my tie at dinner. And he's and, – and, like, I'm devastated. I'm like, I'm going to have to find a, a store tomorrow and buy a new tie. This is the only tie I have. We're, like, on a six-game road trip, and I've got one tie, and it's stained now. And with, they're winning, I'm guessing. Uh, Yes. Yeah. And he's like, you are not going to get a new tie. You're going to wear this tie until we lose, and then you can get a new tie or I'll loan you one of mine. 13-0-2 run <laughs> with the stained tie. And he made sure I wore – he didn't care if I was wearing a suit that the tie didn't even go with. Yeah. You are wearing that tie every single game until we lose a game. We went 15 stinking games. <laughs> big honking stain. And by the by, the time I could get go and take the the, the dry cleaner, couldn't get it clean. Nah, it's done. I had to throw the tie away. It's done. <laughs> We're all creatures of habit, right? And we get worried about those types of things. Yeah, um, uh, we did too down the stretch when we started playing real well. I mean, we, we got we got on the bus on Wednesday, and our players were like you weren't si- you weren't sitting there on Monday. You got to sit here. You were sitting here on Monday. You were sitting here. Uh, so we all we all have a little quirkiness in it when you're on a when you're on a little bit of a roll. Oh, guys, guys do it's uh, you see it in sports a lot. Yeah, nobody's as bad as pitchers and kickers, though. Oh yeah, no, they're they're silly about yeah some things. Yeah, well, broadcasters are too. Because I'm and I'm going to tell you that there might be something to it. Because anytime I mention oh, so and so's at the line and they, they've hit their last three, they will immediately throw up a brick. The broadcast jinx at the free throw line. Immediately they will throw up an absolute brick. Yep. Um, that, they'll break the back. You see that all the that. time. I was watching a couple games last night in the tournament. Yeah. It happened. This kid's 85% from the line, second in his conference, brick. 
Oh, he's he's hit four three pointers yeah. in a row. Here yeah. comes another. Oh, yeah. air ball. Yeah, <laughs> missed everything. <laughs> Except your, if you're Genesee Christian. Except if you're Genesee Christian, he was. He's on fire. Good. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, like, and and how do you stop a kid when they get on a roll like that? Like, uh, I'm sure you've seen Tyler Jamison, or you certainly know yeah, what Tyler I mean, Jamison yeah. is. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I seen teams do a really good job, or or I thought a really good job, and at the end of the night, he's got twenty eight points. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, they they really did a good job on him, and I, and I'm thinking, what what am I saying? Uh, I've done games where kids have gotten eighteen points, and they've been the hero Here's of the night. game. Yeah. Here's a kid scoring twenty eight, and I'm walking out of there thinking the other team did a good job on him. Yeah. I mean, he's just at another. Tyler Jamison's just at another level. He's at another level than every player in this area. Um, he's probably the best player in this area I've seen in 25 years. Uh, but, but to backtrack a little bit about a kid the other night, like Chapman, you know, we, we watched on film. We we had three or four games of theirs that we watched, and he was good, and we knew it, and we wanted to shade to his side, but we thought the point guard did more, got him involved and set up more. He did a little more than I thought we saw on film. But when you got it going on one of those nights – there's not a whole lot you can throw at him that, that that's going to change it. I mean, he had it going. Those two guys in that regional. Okay, you only play two games at regional. Mm-hmm. Those two guys scored 89 points. Yeah. 89. They they burned Ubley for 48. They each had 24 against Ubley. And then they had 41 against you. Yeah. One of them Chapman had 31. Had 31. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you actually did a good job on, on Boyke. Boyke. Yeah. But he didn't need – yeah. to drive to the basket and yeah. do all those things because every time they threw it off on the wing or out top to Chapman, Splash. he was knocking it down. Yep. So, uh, and and I thought against you, they they got more from other guys For sure. than they did against For Ubley. Sure. For sure. Like it was just the two guys against, beat Ubley by themselves. Yep. Whereas I, I thought their – Their uh, role players their played role really players well. Yeah, their role players played really well. Did a – Yeah. Um, their point guard, and then twenty four. Twenty four had a good team. Yeah, the Boston Boykey knocked yeah, down those two threes. two threes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, where where did that come from? And even their their other uh, kid, uh, number eleven, John Cox, um, he had six points against you guys, and I don't think he scored against us. Yeah, in fact, he started, but he didn't really didn't play a lot. It's really good defense by the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are like. Three guys on there that got career highs. <laughs> I, I don't know because I, I actually think you guys are better when you're running and gunning. Yeah, with teams. for sure, for sure. We we had to change who we were, Dennis, halfway through the year. Um, I I I'm a big proponent of half court man to man defense and just guarding and making trying to make life miserable for possessions for for opponents. Without Luke, we had to change who we were and played our strengths, and that was we had to have quicker possessions, we had to run, we had to try and take chances and force turnovers and run off of rebounds. We weren't the greatest half-court team. We knew that. We had to get transition points. And when you play that fast, you have a lot more possessions in a game and you're going to give up a lot more points. When the team gets double the possessions they would normally have against you, they're going to score a lot. So I know there's a guy that normally hosts this podcast that has been beating us up about our defensive scores over the and last I've been trying, five I've weeks. I've been trying to point out, though, but look at what 
Mooney is scoring, yeah. the games are higher scoring yeah. and teams are getting taking more shots yeah. and getting more possessions. And, but I, I think when you've got a guy like Trent Rice saying, Trent, just stand still, yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. He's got to he, gotta get out in the open court. He's got to put the little red suit on with the lightning yep. bolts and be the flash around the court. Yeah. I mean, there was a play in that Monday night game that at the time live I was like, wow, was that fast. And then I watched again on film where he caught a steal and a kid was with him and he was he took one dribble over half court and was at the rim. It does happen that fast. Yeah. Like and in a, a gym like Peg, and I know most gyms are basically the same size. I guess some courts are smaller than others. Yeah. But it seems tiny in there and it seems like it only takes one step yeah. to yeah. get um from mid court to the yeah. basket. Um, not as confusing as Callahan Hall where there are three three-point lines, and I'm still not sure which one we were using. <laughs> because uh, the, the girl from uh, uh, Detroit Country Day made seven threes in that game, and she, she kept going further Farther back. back. It was one of those where the first one, toes were almost on the line. Yeah. Next one, she was maybe a step back. Next one, she's three step back. But by the time she hit her seventh one, she was almost chucking it up from half court. <laughs> it, just fearless. Yeah. Why are shooters like that? Some, I, I seen kids, and actually she's one of them, year before against Emily City, she missed everything in the first half badly. She couldn't have hit the water sitting in a boat in the yeah. middle of the lake tossing basketballs yeah. over, but they would have landed on the beach. Then in the second half, and, and nobody's saying a word to her. Nobody's saying, stop shooting the ball. They're encouraging her to, yeah. to keep throwing. And then in the second half, you see why when five of them go right yeah. down the middle. Shooter, the old adage, shooter, shoot, yeah. right? Shooter, shoot. I, they sure do. I was not a shooter. They were always screaming, pass it, pass it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. What an amazing run by Marysville girls, huh? I mean, that was uh, incredible um, for the area. And that was another one where I thought, I'm, I'm killing them. Um, because Brady had done most of the the <sighs> games this year, I I caught him early in the season, and they blew somebody out. Yeah, and then as it worked out, you know, our schedule we like to see everybody because we have to talk about everybody, and it's hard to talk about um, Richmond if you haven't seen Richmond seen, yeah. play, and it's yeah. hard to talk about you know Mooney if yeah. you haven't seen Mooney play. And the way it would work out is there's somebody I hadn't seen play yet, so I'm going to that game a night that we're doing a Marysville girls game. And yeah. Brady's like, well, I've seen that team. So, all right, go see Marysville. Yeah. And he did a lot of Marysville games. And so I saw my second Marysville game in the quarterfinal. <laughs> and they're getting killed by 23 points, middle of the third quarter. And I'm like, these people are going to show up at my door with yeah. pitchforks <laughs> and torches and say, where is Brady? Uh, and they made that comeback. And when it got to 56-55, Mike, I thought they were going to win the game. Yeah. I really did. They went in a timeout. There's 28 seconds left. Everything was going their way. Um, and and then um, give Country Day credit. You know, they, they, they made their free yeah. throws, and, and they, they literally escaped after just dominating for two and a half quarters. How does that happen? How do how does it change? Yeah, so quickly? I mean, basketball is a funny, you know, in, in terms of momentum, it is. I mean, when you've got two good teams that are capable of making plays, like the Marysville and Country Day girls teams, and capable of making shots, and I said it, I alluded to it earlier. The three point line, if you've got kids, you're never out of it. 
right? You're never out of it. Um, and it's a game of runs, and momentum at that stage of March weighs heavily on players' shoulders, especially if you're the team that's got the big lead, right? And all of a sudden it's 20, it's 15, it's 10, it's single digits. That The weight of that gets heavier and heavier and heavier, and the momentum for the team that's making the rally continues to build in confidence and confidence and confidence. So, yeah, I mean, you're, when you've got – Two good teams at that level. When you're talking about an elite eight game, everybody's good. Everybody's got good players, um, and uh, you know it's a shame to see Marysville come up short on that. Yeah, uh, it was uh, a great, uh, great basketball game in the end. Yeah, like uh, I, we do this a lot. We kind of judge games on how they finish, and not always like all the way through. If I wanted to go all the way through, I could be very critical of that game. Yeah. But the finish was so fantastic that I'm always going to remember right. that yeah, as, a, as a great game. Because had they pulled that off, I think that probably would have been the biggest comeback, comeback. I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe in any sport. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then there are, there are other nights where for 31 minutes, it's the greatest game in the world. But in the last minute, it ends up being like a nine or ten point yeah, right, game because right. the team makes free, free throws, throws right, or, or whatever, yeah. and you walk out of there going, "Oh, well, they they lost by 11. and forget the fact that you know it was a two for or three thirty point minutes game yeah, for was, thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes it, stuff gets skewed. But I'm going to remember that Marysville game as one of the better ones. I'm going to remember your game with Everest as one of the better yeah, ones. It was a good game that I saw this year uh, and. I, I saw some really good basketball games, and I saw a kid score 59 points in the game this year. It was another good basketball season. Yeah, it was. There's, You know, there's. Um, I think what you and Brady have done um, is shed a lot of light on some of the really good athletes in this area that nobody knew about. Um, there are good players at a lot of schools in the Blue Water area. There are really good programs. I mean, you look at a kid like Tyler Jamison at Port Huron, he's probably one of the best players in the state, uh, regardless of class and regardless of grade. I don't care what anybody says. If you've got two eyes and no basketball, all you've got to do is watch this kid for four quarters, right? And you look at a program like Crosslex and what Lance has done over the course of two years, um, without platforms like this, nobody knows really about them because of our location, right? Like the Blue Water area, what's people outside of it it's, don't it's understand. It's a black hole yeah. to the rest of the state. Yeah, people outside of it don't know um, how good the athletes are, how good the coaches in this area are in every sport. Um, I speak specifically to basketball because I have a lot of relationships with a lot of these guys. Uh, there are really good coaches, in bas- boys basketball coaches in particular that I know. I'm not as well versed with a lot of the girls coaches, but the boys coaches, there are a lot of really good coaches in the Blue Water area. Um, you look at the programs like Richmond, Croslex, Port Huron Northern, you know, a lot of it is stability too, right? Like you got guys like myself that are alumni at Mooney. Jameson's an alumni at his school yep. he's been coaching at. Lance is an alumni at his school. So there is guys that are vested in their communities. I guess we'll throw Shunker in there. Yeah, <laughs> right? Second-year coach and just – but all these guys are invested in their community from when they were younger and they want to see their communities and their teams succeed. So a lot of good basketball, a lot of good coaches in this area. All right, we'll take a break, but uh, we'll come back and do one more segment here with uh, Mike McAndrews in just a moment.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. So we were just off the air. We're talking Tyler Jamison because you can't talk basketball in the Blue Water area and not talk Tyler Jamison. But he is already his school's all-time leading scorer. Uh, He's got like 1,400 points. Um, and he passed the great Joel Weimer, did he not? Yeah, and, and Joel one of the Weimer guys that could shoot could it, man shoot. of all time. One of the best shooters this area has seen of He all was time. another one that the first one would be toes near the line, and yeah. then he'd get further back every time he shot. Joel had in the gym range, though, oh, man. He had in the parking lot. Yeah. He could get out of the yeah. car and fire one up, and, yeah. and you'd be surprised if he didn't make it. Yep. Uh, and he didn't use the rims of the glass very often. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, but – but you think about it because as a freshman, yes, he scored, but not like he is now. So he had a, a good freshman year, but like he wasn't setting any scoring records. Then his sophomore year was COVID. You guys played half of a season. Yeah, last what did he get? Year. Maybe sixteen games in, including the state tournament. Yeah, um, and then. And he broke a, the record with like five or six yeah, games he, left he, this year. He had a full year this year, and and yeah, he he passed the record and is well past the record. Yeah, and with he, like and five he or did six it games with left. Lots of yeah. lots of time to spare, and he's got another year on top yeah. of it now. I, I he, that's insane. He'd, he'd have to get about six hundred points his his senior year to get to two thousand. I wouldn't put it past him. It's not likely, either. but I wouldn't put it past him. That's ins- I mean, just an insane accomplishment to do it in a, a three, not even three full seasons. And here's and here's the thing: he's not, it's not a three point well, shooter, and he's not, selfish, and he's not selfish. It's not like you watch the kid because I've watched them on you know on the online stream and NFHS. That's the beauty of the NFHS that you can watch all these high school games. And yep. you hear about a kid, you can watch him. You watch the game, and if you know the game well enough, you're going, you know, he's getting double, triple team, but you don't ever look and go, that's a bad shot, right? (laughs) I mean, he's just, he's getting guys involved. He's taking good shots, and he's just that much better than everybody on the court every night. And I've seen him pass up, like, layups and dunks to give another guy a chance to to score because I think he realizes that when those guys are feeling good about themselves, it helps him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He is a uh, – you know, you can tell he's a coach's kid too, just the way he understands the game, uh, the feel he has for the game um, from an IQ, basketball IQ perspective. You know, the apple did not fall far from the tree on that one. Um, so, Brian's done a real good job with him. And he he's also one of those uh, kids. He's not as demonstrative as some other kids or, or whatever, but he's got that that thing that you can't coach – that uh, in hockey we call it jam. Mm-hmm. Like the game gets physical and rough sometimes, and some kids disappear. Yeah, um, and he's got to face it, especially the second half of the season. Teams didn't know how to stop him. Yeah, so they started fouling him. And uh, I'm going to tell you the their last uh, district game 
against Lance Cruz North was a wrestling match. It was one of the most brutal game. I was sending out tweets from the game. Yeah. You need body armor yeah, yeah. for this. Yeah. We've got a war going on here, and this is brutal. Yeah. It, it, it was a mean basketball game. And there he was, still standing at the end yeah. of it, bruised, cut, nicked, bones sticking out, 28 points, and keeping his team in, in fighting yeah. chance. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it's um, it's like the, the – the blue water area of the Jordan rules, right? Like <laughs> follow him, make him not want to come in the lane. He just keeps attacking. He just mm-hmm. keeps attacking. He doesn't shy away from anything. Yeah, no, he knows that's he it's knows that's end. where it's going to be where he's going to get yep. it, and yep. he just keeps going in there because I, I think he likes scoring more than he dislikes being fouled. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just he he did some amazing things. There are a lot of uh, kids that do amazing things. Um, doesn't put up the, the numbers, but he does everything. Jake Townsend at yeah, Crosslex, yeah, um, is just he's a do it all. And sometimes and he plays. He, sometimes he plays basketball like a football player, but I think he plays better when he does that. Yeah, yeah. And he's a, he's a glue guy for Lance too, right? Like yeah. he's he's the kind of guy that every coach would take on their team and twice on Sunday. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like I love Kolakovic. Yeah, I mean, Another again, really good player. not going to wow you at the end of the night with his six, eight, ten points, mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, if they needed him to score more, he would. He would. Yeah, they don't and need think, him to. And he's maybe the best defender in the Blue Water area for sure, without question. Um, and that's something that Lance preaches out there, right? I mean, and when. When kids buy into systems of their coaches and believe in it, uh, it takes them to another level. You know, basketball is a game. You look at 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 kids at different schools that have really good players. It's you have to have kids that embrace their role, right? You got to get guys to buy in what they need to do for the success of the team, and the really good teams have that. Um, and you got to have kids that are willing to do different things that bring different thing, different skill sets, right? You got to have a, a junkyard dog on your team. You got to have a kid that can score. You got to have a kid that can defend. You got to have kids that can rebound. You got to have role players. And when everybody buys into that, like case in point is with Kalakovich, right, and yep. Townsend out there, the kids buy into that. You're really tough to beat, which is why they haven't lost in two years. <laughs> lost, lost a league game. Yeah. And and when they they do, teams barely beat them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and very seldom do they even play from behind. Like, uh, okay, winning is one thing. Like winning consistently is one thing. But everybody has an off night. Yeah. Everybody. I don't care how hard you play. There's a night where sometimes the ball doesn't want to go in, or the energy's not there, or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. You've got a cold. Yeah. Or you're um, on the road and there's nobody in the gym and but. The consistency that his program has played with is remarkable, and and to, to very rarely ever have to like come from behind or whatever. Yeah, he'll get mad at him at halftime because it's a two or three point game, yeah. and then they'll come storming out and whatever. But I mean, I think one time this year, I think Reese had him down like eighteen points, and they came back. Right, that was in Saginaw Valley, I believe. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's like the. The enigma, the exception, yeah, yeah. it just uh, it doesn't happen um, for them. They're almost always score the first basket and they're in the lead the rest yeah. of the way. Yeah, it's, the, it's like thanks for coming. Yeah, that's the most consistent <laughs> program in the area for sure. Um, and and the, the, and that's a good league. 
too. Yeah. Like those those I feel bad for those other teams. Like last year, Armada had a team that any other year they're gonna win their league championship. Yeah. In just about any other league that, that they could play in, in the area, they're gonna be a league champion. I know the feeling and they had that no everybody chance. Else, I know the feeling though. I mean our, you kinda had that this year. We didn't did, you? Gabriel Richard. Like everybody's playing for second. Uh, and and that can't be easy either because kids aren't dumb. No, they know it. You keep them motivated or try to at least, but they're on Twitter. They're on social media. They read the articles. They know they're ranked. They know they haven't lost a league game in three years, right? Gabriel Richard to us is the cross-lex version of the B. You know, it's the, it's the Catholic League cross-lex version. They haven't lost a league game in three years. Three years in a row they've been the Catholic League champions. Kids know that. Um, you know, I, you motivate them. You hope you got a shot. And then all of a sudden they've hit six threes out of the gate and you haven't scored yet. And you go, all right, maybe we don't tonight. <laughs> Teams like that, sometimes they've got you beat before you walk into the gym. It's like yeah. it's, it's, it's in your It's a psychological head. warfare. You know what I mean? They're playing tricks on your mind and your kids' minds that, you know, you've got to score first or you've got to get this or that. You know, one, one thing or the other has to happen. And when it doesn't, you start to go, here we go again. I mean, that's what good teams do. Right. Was that the best team you played against this year? Yeah, without question. Without question. Top to bottom. They have they got everything that a, a good team should have. They've got phenomenal guard play. Their point guard is probably one of my favorite players in our league. He's just he's not going to give you them 20 a game, but he everybody's going to get involved and he's going to defend everybody else's best player. They got a 6-6 kid who can who runs the rim as hard as any big kid and they've got two freshmen who can flat out shoot the rock. Um, I think both of them ended up with like four threes against us each in both games. Uh, I uh, this next question is uh, maybe fair, or maybe unfair, maybe easy, or maybe the hardest question to to ever answer. Oh boy! So because yeah, you've been at Mooney for a while, yeah, uh, and. Who's the best kid you coach? Who's the best oh, player? Oh, don't do that to me. Ammonia? Don't do that to me. There's got to be I, – I mean, it's like probably easier if I said from year to year who is your best guy. That's probably yeah, yeah. an easier thing. Yeah. But, like, there, is there that one guy that, that just stood out for you like, man, I had so much fun coaching this kid and he was such a good player when I look back at it? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole handful of guys, right, like in different eras that I could point to. Um you know, you got a guy like Daniel Everhart, Brian's oldest brother, our all-time leading scorer. Um, he's probably the best pure scorer I've ever coached. He was easy kid to coach. Um, work when your best player is your hardest worker. So he's 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 up there at the top of the list. Um, there are guys on that 2010 team that went to the state championship. Drew Torrey, the point guard on that team, is probably the best pure point guard I've ever had. Um, and he willed that team to win. He was a guy that, that just, at that stage of the season, as I alluded to earlier, when, when point guards are coaching the team, I was just concentrating on game plan and scouting at that point of the season. Um, and I can go back and farther. Probably the best athlete I've ever had is a kid named Tommy Polisco. I think he graduated in uh, probably around 2006. Six five kid could jump out of the gym, could shoot it, would dunk on you. He was a really good, really good player. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's been some really good ones. That it, 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 we've had some really good players over the years. All bring different kind of things, you know, skill sets. Um, I like the fact that so far 
every name you mentioned is a name that I remember. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's all a right. name that I used to read on the There's radio. There's a guy named Mike McAndrews sports. that's up there, too, from the class of 93. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How'd they do? <laughs> Catholic League champs. Oh, okay. First time in school history. How about that? Uh, Not that I remember or anything. The only the only Cardinal Mooney um, fact that, that I can uh, give you, uh, and I don't know, I, 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 I don't think Coach Everhart replaced him. I don't know who replaced him. Because it was at Mount Clemens, Cardinal okay, Mooney. Which is where I started. Uh, where Steve Stuckey was 0-5 as head coach of the girls' basketball team. And yeah, I was there was assist- somebody in between there. And I there. was his there assistant was- coach. Yeah. What year, what year would that have been? <laughs> you know, uh, 90 or 91 or 92. Yeah, so it had to be. Before I was in radio and I went into radio in 91, so maybe 89 80, I was going to say, because Susan took over, I think, in 92. Okay. 92 or 93. Uh, he had come over from St. Clement. Ah. And, um, yeah, five games into the season, one of the parents weren't happy with their daughter's minutes or how many shots she, or whatever, and they went in and complained to the right people, and and that was the end of his coaching, coaching career, career at Cardinal Mooney. And he went back to officiating. He went back into officiating and said, I can't wait to come to Cardinal Mooney and tee oh, everybody yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, he is a jerk, but he ah, would, he wouldn't have done that. No, he would have no. gone in there and called the game the way for sure. The way he For saw sure, the, the game. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, would have gone in there. Yeah. <laughs> it is why uh, my brief stint as an official, I declined all Bishop Foley games because I'd have gone in there yeah. and I'd have teed everybody up. <laughs> Throw them out. I still think they should throw people out of Bishop Foley. <laughs> But it's an alliance. That's right. It's Except on two nights a year. Except on two nights a year. Or three if you play yeah, in the playoff. Right, right. Uh, we need a district where you guys play. Yeah, no kidding. We need a few more kids to get up to D3. Yeah. Well, you keep winning, you might get a yeah, few more right? kids. Yep. We're fortunate, um, you know, to, to have the success that we've had in all of our sports. And as you know, winning attracts people. You know, everybody wants to be part of a winner, and um, it's it's kind of how we have the players we have now, right? Um, kids want to come and be a part of something. We think that our program gives kids an opportunity that they might not get at some other schools to showcase their talents. You know, I, I, I alluded to some of those players that you, when you asked me that question about who was the best player I had coached, and all those guys I listed – come into high school, might get lost in the mix at a 3,000-kid school, right? They come to Mooney and have outstanding careers and all become college basketball players because of it. Yeah, there there is opportunity. And that's um, – I, I heard a, a story uh, towards the end of the basketball season about somebody losing a player to another school because mm-hmm. the parents were concerned that – they weren't going to get looked at. And and I looked at the coach that was telling me this, and I said, that team plays in the same league that you play. Yeah. You you guys are going to play that team. If that team's getting scouted, if this girl's any good, she's going to get seen when you play them. Yeah. And you play all the other teams in that same league. Like, I don't get that I don't If you're good enough. They'll find you. They will find you. And – all the coaches that 
coach, especially specifically in this area, if they've got a player good enough, they're going to go out of their way to make sure that next level coaches know about their kid. Um, so to me, it's not about where you go. It's about the fit that you can showcase your talents best and give you the best chance to get to the next level. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm totally in that uh, book, but, uh, apparently the rest of the world what do we on, know isn't on the same page yeah how many wins you got i do not know you really don't know i don't honest to god i don't you're, you're not anywhere near al Demott. no <laughs> no <laughs> no um i, I just want to I, I don't know if you know al yeah or, or, or have ever met him um but i mean next year he's going to get early in the season to 800 wins yeah all it's not just that it's at one school but it's at sandusky yeah okay and, and let's really like try to do the math on this okay you're not recruiting players up to sandusky right you're getting sandusky kids you're getting sandusky kids and that's what you're getting and, and, and making them better and and for 40 years yeah all you do is win consistently. Yeah. Because you have to. You you can't not win like 20 games a year and get to 800 wins. Yeah. It's hard to do. It is very hard to do. Um, uh, you know. Th- that's just crazy. It's even hard to wrap your head around to how somebody, A, consistently does it for that long at that at the same school, but at that level, right? It's, 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 uh, it's like you're, you're getting like, you're born in Sandusky, and they're putting a basketball in your For sure. crib. For sure. That, that's the only way it can be. It's, it's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> it's like they've got kindergarten basketball, and all the kids play so together that's it. That's all it. the way into high school. And they're running the same system. they, they got to be. Got to be. They're teaching them the press yep. in second grade. There, there, is, there is a second grade course <laughs> on Al's press. <laughs> <laughs> and his zone defense. And you don't get to third grade unless you pass it. <laughs> and the pick and roll. That's right. You, you learn that in fifth grade. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's it, It's got to be the only way. Yeah. Or or they're growing magic corn out in the field. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's crazy. And it's super all the more impressive. For sure. To uh, me. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that to be at that thing. level of consistency for that long. Yeah. is darn near impossible. And and I don't want to take away great coaches or great coaches wherever they're coaching, mm-hmm. but when I hear about records for these bigger schools yeah. and schools that I know can yeah. bring yeah, the best players sure. every year and the, and the, they don't rebuild, they reload. That's right. Um, it's not it's, as impressive. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's great. He's got a lot of wins. She's got a lot of wins. But let's go see him go up to Sandusky and do it. Correct. And that's where I just think, like, you know, I, I've often said if they make a Mount Rushmore in Michigan of basketball coaches, his has got to be the first one at the top on there. It's at the top. I've often said some of the some of the best coaching jobs I've seen, or that I think seasons that I've done has been the teams that didn't have as much talent. Right when you got to find ways to win, and for him to be able to do that for forty years. Because you can't tell me that there's been great basketball players in that program every year for 40 years. He's had to been no. he's had to have a system and create ways to win games, and that's a it's a remarkable feat. 
Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, the, the teams that I like the best are the ones that at the start of the year, you see them and you go, ooh, it's going to be a long yeah. year. And then at the end of the year, you're going, wow, are they really good? Yeah. They've really had a great season this year. Yeah, because especially in basketball, right, it's a marathon. It's a four-month season. I mean, you look at the, a perfect example of a team like that is Marine City, right? You watch them the first week, their kids haven't even had a practice. They just yeah. played in a state championship football game. <laughs> you watch them the first week, and they're throwing the ball all over the court, and then by the time we get them late in the season, they're a good basketball team. You know, And, they're, and, and they, they had some ups and downs, but they, they were a team that could – when they played well, they could play well. Yes. They, they got a, a couple of little guards that I liked. Yeah. Yeah, um, and obviously, how can you not like a guy like Wyatt Walker and for sure just the way he plays and the effort? Yep. Anyways, uh, glad you made the effort to come. No problem. Much better talking it. basketball with you than it is with Brady. All right, good news, bad news. Brady will be back when we do the podcast on uh, Monday here on Get Stuck on Sports. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.